Time to look at week six in the NFL. Joining us from ESPN, it's Laurie Horish. Laurie, good morning. Morning, guys. Laurie, I suppose the game that's, that stands out at the moment, New York Giants 24, Baltimore Ravens 20. The Giants go to 5-1 and one for their season. Do we start taking them as serious threat to the Super Bowl? No, you don't take them as a serious threat to the Super Bowl, but you take them as, as exactly what they are. They're a 5-1 and team that is winning close games. And this, look, you look year on year and teams that are in all these one-score games, you know, one year they might play six of them and they're 6-0, and the next year it reverts back the other way. There's, that's not exactly a sticky stat, but this is a team that believes they can win close games, has the mentality, the makeup and the toughness. And we've talked about the, the culture and the attitude and the, that filtering through from, you know, Brian Dayball and the new regime they have in New York. And it continues to play out, you know, down the stretch there. You know, not the greatest passing day from Lamar Jackson or Daniel Jones, but Lamar Jackson's the one who cops a, you know, there's a, a bad execution at the snap. It's a fumbled ball. He picks it up, turns around and throws an interception. He's the one in the MVP-ish discussion. He's the one making a crucial mistake there. And the, the, look, the, the New York Giants know exactly who they are. And I don't mean that in any talking down or, or demeaning. That is one of the best things a football team can do. When you know exactly who you are, you lean into your strengths. You know how to mitigate your weaknesses. I think that's just a, a football operation that's been run the right way. Um, yes, they're still figuring out if Daniel Jones is someone they want to invest in in the future. Um, and yes, their wide receiving core is full of, you know, these are not household names. You know, the fact that a guy like Wandale Robinson, a rookie, comes back and it is a huge deal, tells you exactly where they're at at the skill position side of things. But they are finding a way to win. And they have to be pleased that a crucial, crucial turnover late in this game, a fumble from Lamar Jackson, came off the first career sack of Kayvon Thibodeau, their rookie pass rusher, a top 10 pick, a, a prodigious talent, and quite a man on the microphone if he catches interviews. Those type of things happening to the New York Giants. Success on the pass rush and young, young high-ranking picks delivering quickly. That's something that hasn't been a common theme for them lately. So a lot of positives to take away. Super Bowl chance? No, not yet. Uh, but a team that you have to take seriously week in and week out. Laurie, that was an upset. Uh, we've actually had several this morning. Five of the eight matches uh, went the way of the outsiders, but probably two that stand out along with that one. Uh, the Jets giving it to the Packers 27-10, and uh, Pittsburgh Steelers hung on to beat uh, the Buccaneers by a couple of points. Two older quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, not looking too happy under centre, not having great uh, great times in the backfield there. Start with the Jets. Credit to that defensive line. I mean, that was stellar. Their names like Quinn and Williams were in the backfield all day, all night. Uh, well, not night. It was night when I was watching at about 4 a.m. in the morning, but all day, all day. It was, it, they were haranguing him. They did not let Rogers settle at any point. It's only four sacks on the stat sheet, but there were so many quarterback hits and pressures. They never let the Green Bay Packers settle. And for Aaron Rodgers, because he doesn't have game-breaking talent at the wide receiver spot anymore, Devontae Adams off with the Raiders, because he doesn't have that talent there. If you're going to, he, he needs time to work and create and allow lesser weapons to become open. If you're not giving him that time and allowing him to operate on his schedule, then it's going to get ugly. It's why that Packers offense has been so frustrating and felt so tense and tight throughout this season. And the Jets did a fantastic job. Look, Zach Wilson only completed 10 passes, but the name, a, a lot of credit to the defense, the cornerbacks. Here's the name, Sauce Gardner. The Sauce is a nickname, but that's what he's known as. S-A-U-C-E, spelt the proper way. Sauce Gardner has all the sauce in the world, plays with a lot of attitude, lifts the, the energy, the tempo when he steps into any workout room. Um, it's what he was known at in the draft process. 
again, t- talking top five pick in the draft here, rookie. He's playing phenomenally. The type of attitude he's bringing, he went after the win, got himself one of those Green Bay cheese head hats, stuck it on his head and walked around the field, so much so that Alan Lazard, the Green Bay Packers veteran receiver, had to come and tip it off his head as they went up the tunnel. That's the type of attitude we're getting from the defense. Him and DJ Reed are a fantastic duo um, on the back end for a Jets defense has not had a lot of um, kind of defensive secondary talent to crow about since the, the heydays of Darrell Revis. And uh, an offense, Brees Hall running back, one of, already one of the most talented running backs in the league. There's the offensive star you need to learn about, the name you need to know. Uh, and if you're lucky enough to have nabbed him in fantasy this year, you're, uh, you're feeling pretty good the last couple of weeks. One of the games currently being played at the moment, Laurie, both teams have a four-and-run record, the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. And we're into the second quarter, and it's the Chiefs seven, Bills three. What have you liked about this game so far this morning? I've enjoyed the defense. I mean, this is the replay of the 13 seconds of mayhem in the divisional round in the AFC playoffs last year, the game of the millennium. Some people went on their shows on ESPN socials and YouTube last year and said it was the greatest game of football ever played. Don't know who that was. Absolute lunatic out there talking like that. Um, but uh, we're not seeing the repeat of the offensive fireworks. We are seeing the defences do a really good job. Mahomes and Josh Allen have been moved off their spot, um, have been not been allowed to settle back there behind the line of scrimmage. Now, two really creative quarterbacks, and we've already seen them on the touchdown that Kansas City has um, has scored to Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, it was a you know a third and long situation. Mahomes creates behind the line. He's running around. He's moving backwards and forwards, and he finds his man who breaks a few tackles. Suspect tackling there from the Bills secondary and gets in. We are seeing that from these two. Um, you know, arguably um, the two best quarterbacks in the NFL today. Um, we're seeing that type of um, innovation and improvisation needing to come because the defense, the, both defensive lines and defensive fronts are making it really unsettled. It's it's far less, far fewer points than we saw the last time these two teams met, but it's not a lesser game so far. It's fascinating to see which one of these quarterbacks and which one of their brain trusts on the on the uh, sideline there can solve this problem. Um, as we see, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, ball in hand, already now finding themselves again third and fifteen, unable to crack the code uh, that the Bills' defense is presenting. So, a really interesting mental makeup, uh, and no, not the uh, not the fireworks on offense that perhaps people might have been expecting. I was going to ask you that. Are you a little bit surprised at how how low the scoreline is as we head towards halftime? Um, I, you know, might have expected, you know, maybe instead of 10 points, 20 points on the board. But no, I, I think this was always going to be um, less prolific on offense than people might have expected or wanted or remembered Oof, as a uh, narrow pass somehow goes through two sets of Kansas City Chiefs hands um, without coming down with a reception. Because both these defenses are better, I think... The Buffalo Bills have improved their pass rush, the, and whilst they've had some loss, injury losses on the secondary, I think they're a more complete defense that's able to unsettle you up front a little better rather than playing just kind of some of the parts, composed, controlled discipline. They're actually able to be a little more aggressive, and the Chiefs have invested in the defense as well and are a far better unit this year than last year. So not a total surprise that we're not seeing you know 24 to 23 going into the half, uh, but, hey, look, the, the Kansas City Chiefs pick up a cheap first down there with a flag. Uh, this thing could have seven more points um, in the next couple of minutes before we know it. Laurie, the Sunday night game in the States, uh, two very good teams at the moment. Philadelphia Eagles are five and zip. They're $1.32 favourites. The Dallas Cowboys, who are 4 and 1, they're at $3.40. And it's a 6.5 point line. Have you, got a, uh, have you got a selection for us in this game? Look, I'll take the points on that. Give me the Dallas. Look, uh, I'm not saying the Dallas Cowboys are going to win. I think they're. Um, 
you know, Cooper Rush has deputised decently um, for Dak Prescott while he's out, and it looks like he could be nearing a return next week. It's inching closer and closer. Um, clearly an offence, uh, an advantage at quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles and um, an advantage on the offensive line. Um, I think, uh, but I do think the six and a half points is a little large. Um, I love what the Cowboys' defense is doing. I think the Eagles are going to have to turn this thing to the running game today. I expect there's another market out there really like uh, Miles Sanders to go 15 or more touches. You're getting that about a dollar ninety-five. I really like the Eagles to say, okay, let's not test this nasty pass rush from Dallas. Let's not put Jalen Hurts in that position. Let's not put the ball in his hands to chuck it through the air. Let's lean on his ground game, his his legs and our ground game and our offensive line to get nasty and downhill um, and create some create some yardage um, and, and put the Dallas Cowboys in a position where long time for the defense to be on the field, struggling with the you know the battle of possession, the time of possession, and put pressure on the offense to have to respond to us in the limited opportunities they get. Okay, well, we'll see what happens in the second half of this one. Currently in play, Kansas City Chiefs v Buffalo. Got that match to come later this morning. Actually, a couple of matches uh, less on the schedule this weekend, Laurie. One of those uh, rounds where they don't have all 16 uh, matchups. Yeah, the buyers are starting to make their way in. Some teams more uh, welcome for that than others. And I think what we'll start to see is these, is these bye weeks start to sneak in. Um, some of these teams down the bottom, we already saw Matt Rule sent packing as the uh, as the coach of the Carolina Panthers, but some of these teams may be looking to make significant changes, um, whether that's disappointment at spots like quarterback or disappointment at head coach. Um, we could start to see the narratives pick up, and uh, we're also getting to that part of the season where we're two weeks away from the NFL trade deadline. Trades have become more and more common in the NFL as kind of contracts have been structured differently and teams have become more flexible, um, and there's some big names out there. We'll see. I mean, look, the Panthers... Panthers are putting up a spirited fight um, in their first game without um, Matt Rule. They're holding a lead over the LA Rams. The LA Rams another team in absolute strife. Um, but there's a couple of big names that we're hearing from a team like the Panthers. Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore being whispered about um, as uh, as trade candidates to teams that do need some juice. And ironically, they're playing against a team in the Rams that are one of those teams that seemingly needs an injection of kind of um, field-stretching um, talent on offense. But there's some interesting narratives to, to watch now as, as we do get into this part of the season. As we're starting to feel out who's good, who's bad, it's a very thick and fat middle class this year, which I think bodes for a lot of teams going, hey, you know what? Yeah, there's a couple of good teams, but there's a lot of mediocre we can make a move here. We can pull the trigger on something here and get ourselves, you know, put our head above the pack and really make a run at this thing. Thick and fast middle class. <laughs> I I, like did it. I say fast? I meant fat. Sorry. Oh. That's, uh, that, that might oh, be the... Of, okay. <laughs> it's, <laughs> we it's, might, it's, uh, it's right uh, up there with the, uh, the punt up Main Street a couple of weeks ago. I really like that one. I really hope the ice helped with that guy because that was, I mean, that was a tough watch. It's, I've seen it repeatedly, um, over and over again. Um, that's, uh, yeah, I'm really hoping there was, there was some, some solid, you know, an ice bath, um, and maybe at, at least a cushion on the plane home. <laughs> One of those nana sort of donut things. Good on you, Laurie. It's always a pleasure. Love having you on the show, mate. We'll catch up next week. Always great joining you guys. Talk to you then.